minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh my goodness. Five, four, three, two, one. From inside the warehouse at Oriole Park at Camden Yards, it is the Masson All Access Podcast Special Edition. Paul Mancano, Brendan Mortensen, and joined now on the couches by one Kevin Brown. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. First time on the couches, boys. <laughs> How does it's, it feel? It's a big moment. It's big couch. Cushiony, yeah. right? Yeah, it's nice. I'm sinking in. Feel good on the glute? I might not make it for the game tonight. It might be Dave Johnson solo for the Open. We got to pull you out of the couch. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think? I'm, uh, I'm now like a remote that gets sunk between the cushions and is never found. Well, I think we should just get like a really, really long uh, XL. Because these XLRs go from here into our main studio. Maybe we should just get a really long XLR for Kevin yes. so that he can call the game from here. From here. From the couch. Just That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Just... Knock down a couple of windows here. Yeah, I should sure. be able to see the field from here. You can. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be an interesting angle for it, but That's right. I've always wanted a zip line from the warehouse here over to like the press box. Would make our commute so much faster. That's sure. a great idea. Could like, work um, the other way. Though. I mean we have we have the um you know, not we, but a lot of folks have the sky cams. Yeah. Like true. the zip lines over around. the stadium. But so that could be installed. Sky but this is a drone-free zone. You see those signs when you walk in the ballpark. Is that right? Yeah. I don't pay attention. Do you have a drone, Kevin? I won't comment on that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Better to that keep that away from number the one. TSA. Get ready. Yeah. They're going to be hard-hitting questions. They are. Okay. Nothing is off the table here. Kevin, you have not seen the questions. I've not seen the questions. Uh, both of our debate uh, com- contestants today have not seen the questions to, for these. What uh, debate? Like CNN. Contestants? No, I'm, I'm just... Uh, is there a debate? No, not at all. I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> I'm not. You I'm moderate. not a very good debater. I'm. I do play by play because when I tried to do sports radio in college, I mm-hmm. realized I don't have enough opinions. Not enough like, hot takes. Yeah. Okay. That was a terrible choice by that manager, or maybe it wasn't. I, I feel- don't know. <laughs> he knows more than me. I feel like you have hot takes on things that aren't sports, though. You've got hot. Music I do. Takes. Yeah, I do. Spicy. Spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna ask you some. All right. I'm ready to talk about the 25th anniversary of Oasis's "Be Here Now." Whenever you are. <laughs> Just this week. We're going to take uh, questions as well on Facebook and on YouTube as oh, we are gosh. live. Really? So anything, truly anything is All on right. the table. Yeah. Uh, but I want to start with this because we got some breaking news right before this podcast that the Orioles uh, claimed a pitcher from the Tampa Bay Rays, Phoenix Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what your favorite name is of games that you've called. Any sport, Orioles, football, Phoenix Sanders, I think is a great name. It's a cool but name. there's got to be a name that tops that for you. Wow, what a good question. The best name I can remember is not a player in a game I called, so I'm going to tell that while I vamp a little bit. Okay, yeah. But in the national system, and I used to work for the AAA Syracuse Chiefs, yeah. who are now the Mets. They were the Nationals affiliate at the time. And there was a player in the Washington system named Sicknarf Loopstock. <laughs> S-I-C-N-A-R-F, which is Francis spelled backwards. <laughs> So he got Nomar Garcia Parad, and his wow. name was Sicknarf Loopstock. So I filled in for the Nats on a couple of games on radio in 2017, and this came up on the air somehow, and Charlie Slows and I just cackled for a half inning yeah. about Sicknarf Loopstock. That sounds like Lars Newt Bar. I was yeah, going to say, bit. that's got to be up there with yeah. Lars Newt yeah. Bar. 
I um in in AAA also there was a pitcher for the Pawtucket Red Sox named Cleveland Santelis. Now that's Cleveland without the D. Right. And apparently, oh his, Cleveland. Yeah, I see. His his dad apparently was a huge fan of the Cleveland then Indians, and okay. so decided to name him Cleveland, but. But just, just left forgot. off the D. I don't know. <laughs> was that like a birth certificate mistake? Or I that? never found out. Okay. But wow. yeah, Cleveland Santelis was a good one. That's too. a great one. Yeah. Huh. See, I always think back to, here's a Philly reference for you, Paul. This yeah. is not, not even a baseball player, but for some reason in my memory, I always think of uh, former Eagles offensive lineman Winston Justice. It's a great mm. name. I think that was a very cool name. Yeah. yeah. It's no Phoenix Sanders. But, no. Uh, Phoenix Sanders is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Phoenix. Yeah. Out of oh. the bullpen. Are you going to work on some of those? Bring in when he comes into um, the ball game? working on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are the workshop. I don't think it's he going very workshop. well yeah. at the moment. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, everybody knows that certain broadcasters have certain home run calls. I'm yes. sure you get this question all the time. Yeah. Have you thought about developing your own home run call? No. <laughs> How come? Um, if I get a home run call someday, I'd like it to develop organically. Okay. I have never wanted to just jam one in yeah. and have it become shtick. Right. Um, some people have specific home run calls that are like perfect for the moment. Mm. The tone is right. The wording is right. Um, some people's specific home run calls, when it happens time and again, you know, it, it can make every home run sound the same. True. So, And you can change that with voicing and the way you draw words and things, but... Um, you know, there are great home run calls in baseball, but I haven't found one yet where I've said it and gone, oh, that's it right there. Right. I got to say that for every home run for the rest of the time. Yeah. I might. I, I very well might, but I don't have one at the moment. Okay. And I don't want to force it. And if it's going to happen, I want it to happen organically. People yeah. can suggest, again, if there is a yeah. running comment list of the 12 viewers, um, you know, suggest a home run call. And maybe I'll, I'll take a just take it from the comments. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's how I source all my good material. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. We actually do have some good YouTube questions. Okay. First one being, what is it like working with the Hall of Famer Jim Palmer, and is his memory actually that good? Yes. It is, uh, to the second part, yes. Um, that was not answering the first part. <laughs> what is it like working with Jim Palmer? Yes. yes. Correct. Jim's memory is, is, is freakish. Um, he remembers it, seemingly every pitch, every batter, every weather pattern – <laughs> you know, was the wind blowing 14 miles an hour that day, 17? He probably knows. That's important stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jim is legitimately a savant. He is one of the the smartest people I know. And it's not just his baseball brain. He's just a really well-read, cerebral guy. Jim is amazing to work with for, for so many reasons, but one of which, and maybe people don't understand this, it's probably hard to appreciate it not being in the booth them every day, but he does so much homework. He reads so many things. He reads every newspaper. He reads websites. He talks to opposing broadcasters. Um, he must subscribe to, it must be 30 different newspapers. Yeah. You know, we'll be playing the Rays and I go, well, you, you know, Kevin, as you know, you saw this piece in the Boston Globe. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> but, but the thing he does is he really draws you in. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll say, well, Kevin, you know this. And I, I don't always know it. Right. Because I'm not Jim Palmer. <laughs> but he is so good at drawing you in and making you feel a part of the broadcast. Yeah. And I just, I, I really want to highlight how much work 
he puts in, having done this for so long, for yeah. I mean, literally starting to call games when he's still playing the seventies. Um, he he doesn't scamp. He doesn't miss a day. He's always more prepared than me. I swear it. <laughs> so he's he's really as good as people think. He's amazing. It's mostly because I also think to be that invested on a day to day basis in the game of baseball as he is. For somebody, you would think at this point, he maybe is tired of baseball. Yeah. And he's just not. seen a lot of baseball. Too much. And, um, and you know, the game has changed a lot yeah. since Jim started pitching, and he embraces it. Whether everyone who played in the 50s or 60s agrees with every part of the game now, that, like, you don't have to. Jim yeah. doesn't have to say, well, this is the way the game should be played. Right. But he doesn't say that it should have been played in the 60s uh, or and it sh- it should have been played the way it was played in the '60s, or it should be played the way it is now. There's a happy medium, yes. and he tries to find that and balance storytelling and the way things used to be with some of the ways things are now. He's up to date on analytics, and yeah, he's he's he said something one of our first broadcasts together. He said he was in little league, age nine. You know, hit about. 192 and I said Jim you, you didn't hit about about 192 <laughs> yeah, yeah. you hit 192 <laughs> yeah. we, we know you know it's you would great say about Embrace 200 it. Yeah. yeah about 192 Jim you hit 192 yeah come on yeah. He, he knew his splits exactly yeah pretty ridiculous 245 against lefties yeah. 103 <laughs> against righties yeah. couldn't handle the curve as well as that right. yeah uh getting some other questions from YouTube do you prefer TV or radio because you have bounced back and forth between the two so yeah I mean, th- I, this year I've done almost entirely TV, so my brain is certainly focused on mm-hmm. TV. I grew up in radio. I did seven years of minor league baseball radio, so I've still done far more radio than I have TV. Um, it, they are completely different skill sets. I love them both. Uh, my answer is TV right now because I've done only three radio games this year, but they're both wonderful. Um, TV's great because I can just shut up a little bit and <laughs> let Jim and Ben do a lot of the heavy lifting. Whereas no, on radio, you, you, talk, radio you just have to keep talking the whole time. No, <laughs> it, it's great. Um, I love I love the art of painting the game and the descriptiveness that comes with radio. But yeah, yeah I, there's there are for sure advantages to both. Brandon? Bit of a... Uh, YouTube is my favorite answer. I love YouTube <laughs> more than TV and radio. <laughs> Bit of a uh, Syracuse Homer question here, okay. but uh, Jason Minetti, great White Sox broadcaster. Not a fan. <laughs> what is that like Hack. for you two getting to, you know, call these games both on TV for um, respective teams now? Yeah, so Jason, for people that don't know, Jason and I were together for four years at AAA. Uh, there's probably no reason anybody would know that. I don't know why you would know that. But um, Jason hired me out of college. We were in Syracuse 2011 through 2014. I mean, I learned everything there is to know about the business from him about the craft, about how to call a game, about how to handle yourself off the air. So he has had more of an impact on my life than anybody besides my mom and dad, my wife probably. And um, he's just one of the best friends I have in the world. And to have him here, and this is the second time this year we've both been calling the same Major League Baseball games on TV. Um, you know, I, I hoped when we were doing Minor League Baseball that we'd get to the there someday so uh, in a sense I'm not surprised because he's just so incredibly smart and creative and thoughtful but yeah it is sort of surreal in a way to just walk into the next booth next to mine and we're doing the same game um it's uh it's amazing to think back to where we were 11 years ago it just 
$30 per diem a day for the two of us combined uh, and just sharing an apartment and listening to tapes every day and eating way too much Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> um, he's the greatest. It's, it's surreal to be doing this with him. One of the best things I think about baseball is that you see the broadcasters go through the same growth and development going from the minors to the majors as some of the players themselves. Yeah. It, it is a grind to get to where you are just as it is a grind to get to the major leagues. And I feel like you gain an appreciation for the process yeah. as you go up through the ranks. I do. I'm lucky because um, Jason hired me to do AAA, and I did seven years of AAA. That, that, that is a long time, and it isn't. Many of the broadcasters in the majors – were in A ball, were in rookie ball, were in double A, yeah. were in the minors for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever. Um, seven years of AAA is like really not close to being all that bad. Sure, there were long bus rides, and sure, it's minor leagues. You don't make a lot of money. You work a lot of hours. I will never complain about it because, and, and not even to be falsely modest, that just I, I was very lucky. Yeah. Um, but you get you get a, a little bit of a sense of it, sure. I got a sense of it in when I filled in on those Nationals games five years ago. When one day I was in Buffalo, which is a lovely city, I don't want to disparage Buffalo. But the next day I was in Pittsburgh at PNC Park doing big league games, and then two days after that I was back in Buffalo, and I'm like, wow, I really liked Buffalo a lot more 72 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was riding the shuttle for a moment there. Yeah. But no, I I I was very lucky. Um, there are a lot of people that go through a lot of minor league years. That is a little bit harder for me to imagine. Yeah. I was in my first or second year at Masson, and I remember you getting that call and being like, who the heck is this Kevin Brown guy? Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Um, and now, years later, you're still like, who the heck is who this the Kevin heck Brown is guy? this guy? Have I frozen? I froze on the computer. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. This is just, uh, you know, I'm streaming on two different platforms at once. Mm. This, is, this is high tech stuff. This is, yeah, I, know, this is really, I know you're not you're quite That's live right there. It is. Okay. Um, it's not live because yeah. I pointed and I haven't seen myself in the... <laughs> I, I think there's a little bit... <laughs> the there's, the point. there's a slight delay. A little bit of a delay. Yeah, yeah seven seconds, just in case. Okay, good. Um, somebody's asking you, where's Gunner? I mean, why don't you have an answer for that? You know, um, uh, Phoenix... You specifically make the move. That's I right. Yeah. I yeah. do. So, um, I'm open to bribery. Phoenix Sanders, <laughs> who was called up today in his last Durham game with in the Rays organization, gave up a home run too. Gunner Henderson. Yeah. That's a fun fact. So that's maybe impressive. maybe that's uh, the table setter right you know, there. We also run at Mass and Orioles, the Twitter account. Mm, and uh, Brendan had a clever tweet the other day, and uh, people credited it to you. Everybody, they, so <laughs> it was Was it the around, Yankee Stadium Little League Park? It was, <laughs> it people was. thought that was me? People yeah. thought that oh, was man. Kevin Brown. That was an amazing tweet. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh, but it was not me said, at all. This yeah. seems like Kevin Brown's kind of humor, and, and that, that really meant a lot to me. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> you did it. What a comparison. You did it. Speaking of Twitter, mm -hmm. how often are you checking the social media sites, particularly Twitter, during the game? Do you put your phone and how many burners tablet do you aside? Have? <laughs> uh, how many burners do I have? Uh, about as many as Kevin Durant, I would say. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have zero burners. Let the record Good show. Allegedly. Good yeah. None. Allegedly. We'll, we'll go search. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, no, I have my phone on me. I, I do check Twitter fairly frequently during breaks mainly because I have an Orioles list mm. of beat writers and reporters and Orioles accounts. and um, I just want to know if I'm missing anything because there's a yeah. lot going on during a TV broadcast. Um, I, sometimes I will check because I do want to see what people are paying attention to and if people have any interesting questions or funny comments. But I'm usually not responding to tweets during the game. Right. Um, I do just scroll through, though, and... 
um, in case I'm missing anything or one of the writers often sees something I didn't or has a statistic I don't. So, I, yeah, I, I, I keep it up. People get amazed when I text back during the game. You are lightning quick. I mean, every inning break. If I text you during the game, well, they're long breaks. I, if I, if I, <laughs> usually you spend that time. I would think like going to the bathroom or like yeah. Well, food. I don't go to the bathroom eighteen times. <laughs> I have the snacks right next to or me. Or just so. like writing down totals. I don't know what you do. Yeah, but it, it's I uh, do that too. It's impressive. I do that too. I, I'm amazed that, that you're able to, yeah. to text back. People back can text back. me during the game. The phone number is five. <laughs> <laughs> Call into the Orioles yeah. broadcast. Uh, Kevin, what is your favorite meme of yourself? I'm sure you've seen them <laughs> all over Orioles Twitter. What is your favorite one? Oh, wow. Most of them have to do with you eating, eating food. food. Yeah. I willed one into existence on Saturday with Rock. Because <laughs> Rock and I had the Boogs barbecue, and Rock hadn't been on the air with me. And I said, Rock, you know, this is the type of thing usually where people – look at the video of me eating this and say, you know, when the Orioles win, your team just lost to roast beef enthusiast, yeah. Kevin Brown. And That's then awesome. somebody did it and tagged me at it. That's fantastic. Um, what's my favorite? I mean, it's probably a food one. I don't know if there are any non-food memes of me. I think yeah, we've I used know. one before. I believe there was, wasn't there the picture of you where you're like looking through the window? And we, oh, oh yes. We've used that. I created that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was when you were quarantined in 2020. I was looking through the window at Mel. I think I had the binoculars yes. on. Yes, I have that one. Yeah, I usually um, use that when we're looking for like a prospect coming up. You know, <laughs> where is Gunnar Henderson? <laughs> yeah, Meme of Kevin Brown. <laughs> Kevin is yes, he's searching the ballpark. He's looking. Um, I'm wondering what's the best food one this year. Yeah, uh, there is. I tried to get my own meme in circulation, and only my wife uses it now, which is <laughs> at the Oscars this year. Uh-huh. Jane Campion won Best Director after Kevin Costner presented the award. After Kevin Costner won on this like wonderfully eloquent but also super long monologue about the power of cinema and like how it impacted his life and the lives of others and I love Kevin Costner he could speak for 30 straight minutes I'm good with it yeah but he spoke for a very long time and then Jane Campion came up and accepted the award and said thank you Kevin that was very dramatic and so <laughs> there's the picture of Jane Campion with the closed captioning thank you Kevin that was very dramatic that's perfect. and uh, my wife will text me that sometimes I'm amazed I you, do like that you yeah. remember anything from the Oscars other than Will Smith I mean that that shows that you've uh, I actually Jim Palmer's not the only one with a great a few memory. days ago I was like who won best picture again <laughs> was it was it Chris Rock did yeah. he win best yeah. picture yeah um question food related yeah because people are asking What's your favorite place to eat in Baltimore? And then also, uh, you know, you finish some games late, mm-hmm. finish the broadcast at like 11. Do you go out and get a snack sometimes before you go home? Um, home games, I just head right home. Okay. Yeah. Got to go see the dog. Yeah. Not my wife, just the dog. Just the dog. Just yeah. The dog. <laughs> um, favorite place to eat in Baltimore? I mean, there are a few. I have to pick just one. I pick a few. Okay. Um, I always say Miss Shirley's. I went to Miss Shirley's this morning. It's for, classic. For once, I didn't get the chicken and waffles because every time I go, I say, I'm not going to get the chicken and waffles this time. <laughs> and then I always get it. Do you get the monkey bread? Um, Funky I've monkey gotten bread? the monkey bread. That's excellent. That, that is a Paul Mancano favorite. It yeah. Really is. Today, got the everything but the bagel biscuits with the oh. strawberry jalapeno jam. And then I got the cinnamon Danish pancakes. So I won't be eating till uh, the eighth inning tonight. Yeah. Um, I love Di Pasquale's. Yes. Um, the Italian deli. I'm from I'm from Long Island and lived in New York, so that's like the most New York authentic Italian kind of vibe for me. This, the Italian sandwich is just a knockout there. Yeah. Incredible. 
Um, let's see. I mean, those are the two that jump out. That's uh, pretty good. Sure, I'm missing some. There's okay. So my favorite food item, and I'm gonna I'm gonna vouch for this now. I'm gonna see if I can make this happen. Um, Annabelle Lee Tavern in Canton. Yes. Familiar with Annabelle Lee Tavern? Yes. Mm. So they have this chicken salad sandwich. Okay. And it comes with these duck fat fries. <laughs> the whole package is extraordinary, just like oozing with flavor. <laughs> but they changed the menu, and oh, no. this year the chicken salad sandwich was gone in the spring. And last year, really, my wife and I would order it all the time. We just split it, split the fries. Yeah, it's back now, but it's no longer on the Texas toast that it was. Okay, previously. So if the Annabelle Lee Tavern folks are listening, I love you dearly. <laughs> Your you duck fat it. fries are maybe the best duck fat fries I've ever had. The chicken salad sandwich is just bursting with flavor. <laughs> if you have some Texas toast lying around. I would really, really appreciate it. It would be very meaningful for me yeah. if we could bring that back. Personally. And then maybe get in the ballpark at some point. Maybe. So so this is a personal question. This is not a, a YouTube or a Facebook question. Okay. Uh, we saw the Adley Rutschman Top Gun Miles Teller era mustache. Yes. Where was yours? That's my uh, I've been trying to grow it for 32 years. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> this is how it's going. I, can, I, I cannot grow facial hair. Um, longest I've gone, I think I went about two and a half weeks on uh, honeymoon in South Africa, and it was just a super scraggly mess, and not even that dark, and not even that deep. Wow, um, it's just ugly. And that was for the honeymoon too. Yeah. By the end, was your wife like, "Let's get back to the states, get you a razor blade"? Uh, she was accepting of it for a while. It was like, "Hey, this is fun. You don't have to shave for a little while." Like, yeah. th- there's a point where it's kind of fun, scruffy, and then it's just. Very quickly turns. Well, you're among friends in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On this couch. I between the the three of us, we could probably grow yeah. a quarter of a beard from the looks of Maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah. I, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. I would have to um, just lock myself in in solitary confinement for about three months. <laughs> only take my meals through a window. Well, that's and then, the and then feel like the I was comfortable phase. emerging. That's what I can't. I can't yeah. get past that phase. Right. That's what we do in the off season anyway. So solitary. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. just uh, we've that's got good. rooms in. The that's apartment. why I don't hear from you from November to <laughs> March. <laughs> yeah, um, cell service isn't great. Not, not great in no. the cell. Um, this is a another question that I have for you. Okay, you don't have what to. Is, you don't have to um, frame every differentiate? question. Differentiate. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, we want to. I want to make sure make that you know that our questions are the more ridiculous ones. Okay. And the fans yeah. are asking you. I know there are. We don't want to nice questions. Questions on here. There's there's some other good ones we're gonna get to. Okay. Absolutely. One is. What's the worst home run call you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> Orioles, AAA, anywhere. The worst home run call I've ever Have had? Have you ever been like mid-bite on a sandwich and then the ball goes over the fence and you're just <laughs> scrambling? Anything come to mind? No, I mean, my voice is cracked. My voice cracked on the Trey Mad City walk-off against the Angels. That was a home recall. run. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's... Um, it was still they a great the game! <laughs> um, boy... The worst home run call I've ever had. I think he said the left fielder will not get there. Yeah. He will not get there. And then I got home. I was like, I didn't hear it. And I played it back. She's like, I didn't hear it. I'm like, you're just making me play it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. My voice cracked on the podcast the other day yeah. in the open. So. It did. Yeah. That's Again, good. Again, in good company. That's good. Um, I, I remember the worst home run call that wasn't a home run. Oh, th- did you think it was a home run? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> there was, in 2014 in Syracuse, 
Oh, this is a deep and, cut. And this was on the internet. <laughs> this was on E-Bomb's world. All right, go searching. So we're going deep here. Our commenters yeah. can go. We're going freaking yeah. deep. I don't know if it still is. Sleuthers. Gregory Polanco of the um, Pittsburgh Pirates AAA Club, mm-hmm. Indianapolis Indians, was playing right field. And one of our players hit a ball to right field. And the ball was traveling to her right, and Polanco reaches up, and I'm calling it, and Polanco's going back toward the wall, mm-hmm. reaches up, and he knocks it over the fence because the ball hits off his glove uh-huh. and goes over the fence. And then I pause a couple of seconds, <laughs> and then Polanco just has the ball and just throws it back in. What? So I wonder what the hell happened. Yeah. So I watched the clip back later because I was so confused. There was a kid beyond the right field fence just throwing a ball to somebody, having a catch. And at the exact moment, the ball lands in his glove. The kid throws this ball, and you can't really see the kid. And as you just look on the monitor, it's like the ball travels over his glove, and it looks like it's going over the wall. It's the weirdest optical illusion. I hope it's still on E-Bombs World or YouTube or something. Um, but from my vantage point, I thought Gregory Polanco literally knocked the ball <laughs> over the fence with his glove when he caught it like 20 feet from the wall. That's crazy. That is the weirdest home run call I've made that wasn't a home run. That's not even your huh. fault. Yeah. That's just bizarre. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. It's I really, mostly not. I really hope the clip is online somewhere. Yeah. Internet it, it's, it's freaky to look at. <laughs> um, huh. Very strange. Another yeah. question for you. Mm. Favorite sport to call that is not baseball? Could be softball, could be football, well, yeah, basketball. I was going to say basketball, but um, my favorite event to call is the softball World Series, Women's College World Series. Um, basketball at a baseline level is the best because even a bad basketball game is still exciting up and down scoring. Yeah. The Women's College World Series is just a thrill. Yeah. It's tense. It's fast-paced. Um, it's just electric, man. Yeah. If people aren't into softball yet, watch one postseason game, you'll be hooked, I it. swear. Yeah. Um, and I mean, hockey's, I don't do much, but it's a thrill. I love football, too. I really do like them all. But um, favorite event non-baseball is definitely the World Series of softball, the College World Series, and then favorite sport, uh, basketball. Gotcha. So this wasn't a question on YouTube, but somebody with the YouTube name Beavis and Butthead said three dorks <laughs> okay. on the panel, to which I said, thank you, Beavis. Yes, uh, but <laughs> and, and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> and and butthead, of course. Yes, please. Thank you both. But one of the questions on there, uh, what is your favorite Orioles fan account, I believe, on Twitter they're referring to? Do you have a favorite? I like if it's like an Orioles fan problems or a, uh, an account like that. I, I don't I don't want to single somebody yeah, out. Yeah, somebody's just looking for a shout out. Yeah, that's okay, what they're I doing. So. Who, who asked the question? <laughs> well, let's see. I think they're who, f- has, who asked that question. I think your favorite is at Paul Mancano. Isn't that what it, Kevin's your favorite is? Uh, you, Braden Taylor 05. Okay, well, then my single, favorite. Single them out. Bra- Braden Taylor 05, you are my favorite. <laughs> um, only a couple more questions. Not Braden Taylor 06. Yeah, come on. That guy can get <laughs> uh, A couple more questions That's before it? I get you out of here. Okay. Have you ever said anything on an Orioles broadcast that you have immediately regretted? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Have, has he said something where Don, the producer, has immediately gotten in your ear and said, now, why did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What, what I don't remember it yeah. probably happens too frequently. And two, she probably wouldn't want you to repeat it. That's probably true as well. Yeah. Um, Dave Johnson called me out the other day because I said, Dave, you know, we're 
we're in the seventh inning. There hasn't been a single one, two, three inning in this game. We were two batters in. <laughs> Dave goes, no, why would you say that? <laughs> and then Ciano Perez yeah. gave up a hit. No, it was a yeah, it was a ground ball to uh, the right side. Alex Verdugo hit it. Mateo fielded it. And <laughs> it was right after I said there's no one, two, three inning. Because I don't believe in jinxes. Yeah. I know all of you do, but I don't. And Mateo fielded and he couldn't get the ball out of his glove. And uh, I think if you go back, my on-air call is just, no! <laughs> no! That that was just a comedy routine, that yeah. broadcast. That was the 15-10 yeah. to 10 Red Sox It really game. was. It, it really was. was. Uh, yeah, they were, and he kept saying, Dave just kept saying, you know, Kevin, it's still it's early. It's still early. <laughs> it's like the eighth inning, you know. It's you still know, early. It's still early. Yeah. Um, Some people thought Dave was, was mad at me. Some really? people thought Dave and I were feuding, <laughs> which we are not. Dave and I are, are great friends, but I kind of like the idea of people just thinking I have a that broadcast feud. Yeah. Like a broadcast rivalry. Yeah. Like every time Dave's my on a broadcast, like are they going to... Are they going to throw it out? Yeah. yeah. It's going to come to blows in the open. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can hear you every time you do the mass and app read and you mention our names, you just, I can hear you spit. Or, right. You know, you all mad cattle. This guy. Well, Kevin, I don't want to keep you much longer, but Why I do not? want to give you. What do I have to do? <laughs> Clubhouse is open. You got it's, broadcasting. It's fine. I'll be in late. Take, uh, take this, what this, is this thoughtful gift. Oh, that's very nice. Can I you can read it out loud? Can I, yeah. It's not a sponsor, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. Uh, $17,000 gift card to uh, That's pocket change to Annabelle Lee Tavern to buy Texas Toast. <laughs> a gift card for Soundgarden and Fells Point. Have you been? I love Soundgarden. Oh, it's the best. I have a record player. Uh, I'm a fake hipster. And, <laughs> sure. um, yeah, I think I bought a couple of records there this year. I bought the Wet Leg album, debut Wet Leg album, which is okay. amazing. Um. What the hell else did I get there this year? I know I've gotten a Jackson Brown album there in the past. I got a Billy Joel album. Nice. They're not a got sponsor. Got a Zeppelin album. But we sure Led would Zeppelin. like them to be. Led Zeppelin, not a sponsor, but hey, <laughs> get at us. Robert Plant, if you're watching. Imagine that coming back I know from you a are. break. When the levee breaks and you're just... Orioles like, Baseball on Mass and brought to you by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. You've been fooling. Wow. Now we're going to get copyright infringement. Oh, uh, really? Just for you singing that. Unbelievable. Well, because it sounded so no, identical exactly. yeah. to the song that now, they're going to go, well, that must have been Led Zeppelin. Now I have to give you this, Zeppelin. this gift card back. Yeah. Uh, there's a real gift card coming, I swear. That's just a, a physical a representation of, <laughs> of a metaphorical gift. Gift card. <laughs> uh, who is a printer these days? That's right. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much. Is that for it? Us. Are we done? Yeah, if, unless you want to keep uh, unless, going. I mean, are there any other good questions? Oh boy, let's see. Uh, we did have one asking. Do, oh, do you know the copyright speech by heart? Oh my Can god, you do it? that's an awesome Off the question. Cuff? <laughs> <laughs> Today's copyrighted broadcast is brought to you <laughs> by the authority of the Baltimore Orioles. It may not be reproduced or retransmitted. The accounts and descriptions of this. Broadcast may not be disseminated without the express written consent of the Baltimore Orioles. That's probably I it. I think it's close. I think that's right there. Yeah. Another one you'll like, Kevin. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite singer slash artist? Oasis. I mean, we know this answer. Yeah. But Oasis. Explain to the people. Um, uh, Oasis's songs bring me the most joy. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Yeah. Noel Gallagher. Uh, another Beatles, one. Beatles close second. Might get you in a little bit of hot water. Oh, no. Mm. Are crab fries overrated or properly rated or underrated? I think properly rated. Properly rated. I mean, I is the general rating on crab fries that they're great? I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think crab fries are great. So with properly the, rated is with your the crab assessment. Yeah. on them. 
Do you like them? Not like the physical live crab crawling. <laughs> that's how I get my crab fries. That's it? Yeah. Keep yeah. the crab alive and just Keep running the, around on top right. of the fries. Yeah. You Keep. eat all your dishes with the animal live. Exactly. Yeah. So fried chicken night tomorrow is going to be really interesting for you. Yeah. Actually, my cousin's fiance is a vegetarian except for animals that he kills. That's not how that works. Which seems backwards. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Dead serious. How many animals Unless does he, he kill? kill? Uh, enough that he eats pretty well. Isn't that ridiculous? That can't be a real yes. thing. And I know that he's not listening, so I can just call him out. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't he listening? Uh, couldn't tell you. Jeez. Yeah. You got anything else? <laughs> I- I'm scrolling. Yeah. We're, um, there, there are a few fun ones. There are a lot that we can't name. Yeah. We can't say. Um, I think there was a question that said, who do you all love watching day in and day out, which I... I We'll take as who are your, some of your favorite players just from your watch. apartment window. Okay. Yeah, so with the binoculars. Right, I love watching. Uh, my neighbors Max and Tegan are great. Um, <laughs> no, they were up yesterday. They're great. Um, Mateo, yeah, he's ridiculous. Is Every- he is he your pick right now for most valuable or, or is it Adley? We're we're oh Adley, yeah, wow. Adley. I think it's interesting that I think that debate is coming. I think Mateo's up there, yeah. but it's Adley for me. Um, I mean, Adley's obvious. I, I love watching Adley just receive pitches. Yeah, I, I never yeah. thought I would like watching a catcher the pitch receive is pitches ridiculous this much. Yeah. yeah, so that's an obvious answer. Mateo, I, mean, I guess Mateo's kind of obvious, too. Um, non-obvious one. Any reliever other than the mountain? Man, I love watching Cienel Perez enter the game with his little skip. Yeah, thing. the skip <laughs> yeah. is fun. That's great. The skip yeah. is fun. Uh, another question is, did you see the hot dog straw at the Yankees game? Did you see that? No. You have been spared. Oh, no. So, so there is a video. What that is I, this? We'll show it to you at some point. Uh, there is a video of a guy at the Yankees game, and he takes a plastic straw and, like, pokes it through a hot dog so that the hot dog becomes the straw, and then he puts it in his beer which we can only imagine was like the 17th beer of the evening oh if he had thought God. of this idea, and then starts drinking his beer through the hot dog straw. We don't think it was staged because it doesn't it look staged. It has to be. Oh. It has to be staged? It has to be staged. Why would you do something so outlandish yeah. if you didn't know that you were going to get immediate internet fame? Kevin has put down his microphone for the first time in his career. He is without words. Kevin is speechless. <laughs> this is a real contemplative moment for me. <laughs> God, no, yeah. I don't know about the hot dog straw. We try it during the broadcast tonight, perhaps. I will that would not be do that. <laughs> probably your least favorite Kevin Brown meme yeah, is yeah. if there was a picture circulating <laughs> you of you with a hot dog straw. A hot dog straw enthusiast, Kevin Brown. <laughs> yeah, be your last broadcast. Yeah, wow. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, not too many other questions. Is that, I, there is a question uh, that asks, if you played Fortnite, would you land at Tilted Towers? And I just can't imagine that you know what I've, Tilted Towers is. I do not have any clue what that means. you play video yeah, games I did all? not think so. Uh, I I used to. Okay. I, I will pull out the N64 once every four months. Do you nice. have it at your place? Yeah, I do. Nice. He yes. has it in the broadcast booth. Yeah. yeah. What do you think he does between innings? Yeah. Rain delays. Well, um, it's text, a lot of Mario Kart. Paul or, yeah, or <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. You should put it on the big screen. I was going to say, which ballpark was that? Where they put, yeah. I think, Mario Kart on... The big board that right? in the stadium, yeah, and then and people were just playing Mario Kart. That's awesome. You should I, find a way to do that with the N64. I would love to do that. Yeah, I last year I was at a flea market, and um, uh, the only gaming consoles I've ever had were various Game Boys, N64, uh, and then GameCube. We had a Wii briefly too, I guess. Uh, only N- Nintendo products. Gotcha. And um, 
I I just I don't play them that much. I love them those games, but yeah. And the N64, I bring that out every every so often. That's it. Uh, but last year, I was at a flea market um, buying records because, again, fake hipster. Right. And there was a guy with video game consoles, and he had Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, that's a classic. everyone says is the greatest game. And I never had that. I only had basically Mario games, gotcha. Smash Brothers and sports games. So I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy the Zelda game, and I'm going to go into it. And I put it on Twitter, and everybody's like, this is the greatest. You're going to love it. And I played it twice, and I haven't touched the N64 since. <laughs> and it's great. It's a, it was a really fun game. I just, I don't know. There's I, baseball. Yeah. I, I'm busy. Yeah. No. Yeah. With I, what? Yeah. What, what do you have going on? Uh, just eating chicken salad sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. And duck fat fries. And hopefully fat. on Texas toast. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Uh, somebody asking also. But no, I never played Fortnite. You talked about Jason Benetti, so he's out of the conversation. A favorite broadcaster other than Jason Benetti. Ooh. That you like listening to, um, Ian Eagle's amazing. He is. Ian is the best. I definitely just slip into Ian mode by accident <laughs> all the time. Um, have you heard some of his more ridiculous calls? I yeah. probably heard all of his ridiculous calls. <laughs> I was gonna say, can we oh, count Ian a March Eagle Wedgie. <laughs> Last year, Caleb Love in the tournament, he just kept going. Love is all around us. <laughs> all you need is love. Like, Ian can make the hokiest puns sound amazing, yes. which is what I want to do, is make dad jokes yeah. sound good. The basketball, the NBA player, Nene, my favorite is when he misses Nene. a shot. No, no! Nene, no, no! <laughs> or the, uh, there was the game where the mascot, like, eats the cheerleader. Yeah. And he goes, oh, engulfed! <laughs> That's Ian, not right. Ian on the John ja Morant, I think it was in the postseason last year, the dunk where he went, oh, a jawbreaker! It's like the best call <laughs> yes. of the year. How he came up with that? Yeah, uh, maybe he had thought of it beforehand. I, knowing I, and I bet in the moment it just came to him. I'd probably. like to think that He's we can count Ian Eagle as a friend of the pod. Genius. I think we can count Noah Eagle as a friend. Has of the Ian pod. been on? No, Ian he has hasn't. Not been on. Has but we got to get Noah by on. association. Has been on? We can count. Not, yet. Noah Eagle. not friends of the pod. Yeah, <laughs> enemies of the pod, as far as I'm concerned. Probably down with the Eagle I'm, family. I'm never watching that Nickelodeon game ever. Again. No, <laughs> I am only watching that Nickelodeon game. That is my slime favorite non Orioles broadcast. Is that Nickelodeon's? Like, Would you? Yeah. Is that a dream of yours to do a Nickelodeon Orioles game? A Nickelodeon Orioles game? With like yeah, a imagine, slime cannon. Sure, a home slime cannon. I mean, I, mean, I work for I work for Disney, not for Paramount, though. So. Oh, true. Imagine some rivalry. Imagine somebody yeah. hits a home run, My and then it's just Paramount. slime cannons. Oh, that's great. What yeah. uh, did you coin the Great Wall of Baltimore? Or do you see that somewhere? I'm curious. Um, I think on the first home run, I called it. Mount Baltimore. Mount Baltimore. He scales Mount Baltimore. Yeah, I don't think anything has stuck yet. Yeah, I thought something would by now. I thought so, too. I think the Great Wall of Baltimore is pretty... Great Wall of Baltimore is good. It's the most common one. A lot of the beat writers say Baltimore. Okay. Um, it's a little too clever. Yeah, you go me. Mount Camden. Mount Camden. I, I thought something would stick by now. Yeah, but... Kevin... Nothing has stuck. The, the Kevin Brown Wall. Yes, because I've cleared it many times <laughs> i liked yesterday when austin hayes tried to rob the home run and yes. it was like 18 feet over his head <laughs> yeah. but you know it, it's it's still kind of a new thing yeah it also works good so effort. well because mullins is so fast that yeah. he knows that yeah. hayes knows he can go back on those balls because yeah. mullins gonna cut it and Luis robert should have been he should have had a home run at an inside the park home run but yes. he was just like oh i definitely hit that out <laughs> by 40 feet sure that surely so that got, ball's gone yeah halfway to first by the time it hit the wall yeah all right kevin like there's one last one good one I want to ask. All right, last one more. Favorite Super Smash Bros. character? Okay. Um, Princess Peach. 
No. <laughs> Wrong. What a ridiculous statement you just made. Okay. Paul. Super Smash Bros. Captain Falcon. Super <laughs> Smash choice. Brothers Melee. Yoshi. Ooh. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Yep. Uh, Mr. Game & Watch. Interesting. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Is that the Wii one? So there is... Uh, I think Smash 4 is the Wii one. And then Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the one All on right. Switch. The, yeah, the Switch. Yes. The Wii Fit. That's the newest The Wii one. Fit Trainer. Interesting Crushes. choices. <laughs> Just the glowing ball coming yeah. out of the Wii Fit the, Trainer. Because the Wii Fit Trainer is the power of the sun. Yeah. Wait, no, I love... the sun at people. That I love... I'm sorry. I love Yoshi and Falcon on the original. So I don't think Yoshi is my melee pick. Okay. Um, the melee pick is probably the most important. Yeah. Just funny. I got really good at melee with Bowser. And Bowser is the lowest rated character in the melee tiers yes. world. And then one day, I think I just started playing with other players. And then one day I went back to Bowser and I was like, this is terrible. So Why you don't I go for the meta Fox Falco? Um, no, I just, Fox sinks so much to me. And I like, I prefer Fox in the original. Fox in melee, I just feel like just drops like a rock. I think I do play with Yoshi in melee. I just have played the N64 one so much in my head. Um, this is all over. That my was head. the that worst was the character. Worst me. character, Sonic. That was a crushing disappointment when yes. Sonic came in the game. Incredibly disappointing. Was horrible, horribly disappointing. Yeah. Solid Snake was kind of a waste too. Yeah. Um, Although I will say, uh, sometimes we just have house rules for Smash Bros. and, and playing an all Snake round where every single person <laughs> playing has to be Snake. That's a fun. Time. That's kind of fun. Who yeah. am I, who am I missing in Melee? Like uh, there, of, there's of, a lot. Of, of the great characters. I usually melee. go with like a solid Fox or Pikachu. Pikachu's another I like Dr. Mario. That's weird, I know. Dr. Mario's fun. Yeah, I like Dr. Mario. Yeah. All of this is over my head. I don't... I think I might be... You gotta get into I think I might still be a Yoshi Melee guy, though. The good news is it's only 3.30, so if you wanted to call out sick and go home and rediscover this game, you still have time to do so. But people know where I've been now, right? Is anybody watching? delete this. Uh, Some people. Probably. Okay. Hi, Mom. Somebody, at least. All right. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah. No more questions? Kevin, thanks so much for joining us on the Mass and All Access podcast. Yeah, a pleasure. And, uh, thanks, you know. Thanks for the fake gift card. Yeah, absolutely. Not, the, not a sponsor. The mar- really faded marker here, too. Yeah. Uh, now we can get Melanie Newman on. She's already contributed with the toothbrush in yeah, the toothbrush wh- holder. What bobblehead are you going to contribute? Yeah. Where's your gift, Kevin? Hey, Kevin? I have to you come, come on here and bring you a gift? Yeah. I don't know. You want a shoe? Sure. Yeah, we'll add the shoe. Okay, let's Here not go. take off our shoes. I, mean, I, I think that would look good in the center of the the podcast setup. Yeah, here. right there. That's sure. it. That'll do it. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. We did it. Thanks so much to Kevin <laughs> Brown for joining the Mass and All Access podcast, and we will catch you next time.